Cape Talk. A worldview from London with Adam Gilchrist. Good morning, Adam. Uh, let's start with uh, China's morning. actions in Myanmar. They've uh, arrested and extradited um, three crime gang leaders. Yeah, this is interesting. The idea of a military going across the border into another country and uh, then mixing it up and making a difference. Something that America tries to do all the time. Uh and doesn't always succeed. But China seems to have succeeded with this, seems to have at this stage anyway, uh, because essentially they had a load of cross-border attacks, uh, China backing three insurgent armies in Myanmar against the military junta, against the military dictatorship of that country because of what was happening to them because of crimes that were being committed in Myanmar that were affecting China. The crimes being committed by Bai Xuanzhong, Wei Chaoran, and Li Shengjiang, or words to that effect, three essentially Chinese warlords, mafia warlords, who were operating in Myanmar, were persuading or often coercing or forcing people to work in their scam centers, loading in fraudulent software into computers, particularly in Asia, particularly in that part of the world, but also it's thought as far afield as US, Europe and Africa. Uh, So uh, other things were affected. But in particular, China was affected by what they were doing. So therefore, China decided, you know what, we're not putting up with that. We're going to absolutely pressurize the Myanmar regime to hand these three guys over. And there's an extraordinary picture online of them sandwiched between very burly looking Chinese security guards as they fly them off to Beijing, probably never to be seen again. So a, a blow certainly to to the the scams, to the frauds, to the criminals, excellent. A blow perhaps to Myanmar's military dictatorship because they were kind of patsies in all of this. A boost for China, and I guess a boost for fraud victims as well around the world. Good news. I I guess, but if I were to be very strict on international law, that's not necessarily an Ah. arrest on (laughs) and 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 an extradition. That sounds more like a like a rendition as. Yes, As, yes. Uh, we'll have to park the law to one side, I suppose, with this particular. Yeah, you're absolutely right. We, we can't all go around doing that, can we? And then uh, a hard time for a Russian dissident now mm. in solitary confinement in Siberia. Yeah, this guy's been jailed and moved to solitary confinement in a hellish new Siberian prison, according to his wife. Uh, so much so, the UK Foreign Secretary, Lord David Cameron, has voiced his concern. It's because Vladimir Karamurza has both a British and a Russian passport. He is a dual nationality. He'd already been jailed for 25 years anyway for verbally opposing Russia's war in Ukraine. Apparently, that can get you 25 years in Russia. Karamurza, uh, who is also a Cambridge University graduate and an opposition politician in Moscow, well, before his sentencing, obviously, he vanished from his prison cell in Omsk, but he's pitched up in a worse place. His latest crime in order for this to happen is He didn't stand up fast enough when ordered to by a prison guard. His wife, Evgenia, says he's been put in solitary confinement because he was told to rise, took too long, and this was called malicious violation and therefore got a new sentence handed out immediately by the prison, not by a court. Does this not feel 1970s gulag one day in the life of Ivan Denisovich? It just feels, oh my word, what's that? And then finally, livestock in limbo on board a ship with nowhere to go. Yeah, this is one of the more far-flung 
side effects of uh, what's happening in the Red Sea and the shipping that is not now using the Red Sea and therefore the Suez Canal to, to make a cut through. Because of doubts about shipping going through, we're hearing overnight about um, uh, the US Navy bringing down missiles, so stuff is still happening there. But fully 10,000 kilometers away, a ship is stuck off Australia. It was meant to be heading towards the Red Sea and through the Suez Canal, loaded with 16,000 sheep and cattle on board, the MV Bahija. Uh, the ship had set out from Australia, only got so far to turn back. But for quarantine reasons, the Aussies won't let it back in. So three weeks and counting, oh, 16,000 sheep and cows have nowhere to go, crammed on board this boat in extreme heat. The livestock are literally piggies in the middle, aren't they? Oh. Well, not quite literally, because they are sheep and cows. But you see what I mean? Adam, really appreciate your time. Looking forward to chatting to you tomorrow. He's back with the world view.